you just tell me when I need to start talking about Mac stuff, and I'm I'm in. Good thing I'm wearing my Mac Weldon. I'm actually, seriously, I'm wearing the undershirt right now. Swear to God. Uh, because John Armstrong is wearing a Mac Weldon shirt, uh, this is not true for him, but it may be true for you. Mac Weldon's better than whatever you're wearing right now. I'm wearing Mac Weldon boxers. They're all I wear. I have literally eliminated every other boxer short from my underwear drawer if it's not branded Mac Weldon. Uh, the fabrics are great. The quality is great. The looks and cuts are great. It feels good. Their shirts and sweatshirts and hoodies and uh, boxers, they all feel great. Their socks. And here's what's great. Boom. First of all, antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. You hate odor. I hate odor. Everybody hates odor. Second, boom. They want you to be comfortable. If you order a pair and you don't like it, if it's your first one, you can keep it and they will still refund you. No questions asked. We're going to be scratching our heads over here like what's wrong with you, but that's it. They don't just look good. They feel good. So go right now to MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off using promo code REBOUND. Again, MacWeldon.com, promo code REBOUND. 20% off. If you haven't done it yet, you're just a crazy person. That's a great tagline. Whoa. Whoa. John Moltz, whose voice do you hear? <laughs> the, the other other guy. We are joined today by John Armstrong, a special guest coming over from turning this car around to the rebound. Hey, what's up? Dan is out of... Dan has fled the country. <laughs> yeah. Sm- wisely. Wise. Smartest of yes, us all. rightly so. Uh, at least what makes John Armstrong comfortable being here is that this show, like the other show, ends in the letters O-U-N-D. So mm-hmm. both shows have that going for them. <laughs> yep. That's really the only reason. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, two vowels in a row and then an N-D is oh. what I'm looking at, basically. So there is something happening in this country that's making me extremely angry. And I want to talk about it for just a few minutes. <clears throat> and that is Apple releasing a book called Designed by Apple in California. do that. <laughs> Chronicling 20 years of Apple design. Uh, they announced it on Tuesday. It's 450 photographs of past and current Apple products from 1998's iMac, starting late in the narrative, to 2015's Apple Pencil, dedicated to Steve Jobs and uh, effectively curated by Johnny Ive. But here's what really pisses me off about this thing. It's $200 for the <laughs> nano version. And three hundred dollars for the plus sized version. Where is it? Where it's 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 uh, doesn't it's not like on their front page, is it? Uh... Uh, you can see it at apple.com/pr right okay. now. It's <laughs> of course to make it as apple as possible. It's printed on specially milled custom dyed paper with gilded matte silver edges using eight color separations and low ghost ink. I'll tell you <laughs> right now, bound, that is expensive. Was developed over an eight year period. But what that, the hell are they doing it for? Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you. Okay, I just I, I used to be a, a press person. Like I would do, I did a magazine that was a on paper. We designed it, printed it out on paper, and delivered it to uh, distribution points. And I then I, I that died, and I went to a trade pub, which was called uh, Land Times, which was a uh, formerly owned by the Macmillan Group, and then sold blah, 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 and then shuttered. But I was there for six weeks before they killed it. It was a 1000 bucks a page to print <laughs> that issue. Uh, every issue was a 1000 bucks a page, just, just in um, production costs. And that may or may yeah. not include uh, salaries, most likely not. So uh, when you say silver, blah, 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 Oh, that just yeah. right there, like instantly, that just added per book, that added like, you know, five bucks per book. The big question is, that. do you think the pages of the book are antimicrobial? <laughs> yes. Okay. As long as you don't touch them with your fingers. Yeah, right. You have yeah. to use white gloves. 
Who, name five non-assholes who would buy this book. <laughs> I can't. Uh, John Gruber. I guess, <laughs> well, well I said they'll probably give him one. <laughs> the rich get richer. Listen, really? I'm, I'm, I have my nose as far up his ass as I can get it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't was, he tweet about you once? Our, uh, our new Gilded Age. He did. Now, uh, I, this is for designers. This is like, this is uh, coffee table designer insane people. There's, this is a very limited audience. So the, these, are, these, are the, that I, these are the products that they make for design professionals now. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the kind of book I would expect to see on the table at a... Uh, when, when I go to advertising agencies where they have, you know, billions of dollars and they go right. all out on their buildings, they put out like 12 very expensive books on the tables in the waiting room where they make you wait. This is mm-hmm. the book that I expect to see there next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just do a little test, okay? <laughs> Let's see how much RAM costs, all right? <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to compare <laughs> cost of this book uh, versus, one moment, MacBook Pro... Apple's We're going to compare that versus the book. So let's go to... It's like four gigs of RAM, right? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, let's just... Let's pretend we have an old book that can actually be upgraded. Uh, yeah. So, uh... Hmm. Yeah, you're going to get... You're right. Eight gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 12. So here's the, here's the... I mean, I... Uh, I think this is kind of dumb. I mean, I think it's kind of dumb that they put this book out. Um, at, at the same time, I don't want to spend all week talking about this. <laughs> and I know we're going to end up spending all week talking about it. Like, this will be like the big, you know, the big thing that shows that Apple is um, on the decline. Uh, this, have you this seen week. this Apple Newsroom site? I'm going to share this with you guys. This looks way better than that other link that you guys sent. That's apple.com slash newsroom. Correcto. Just the page, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Apple.com slash newsroom. It's a nice looking page. It's it's their prettier version of their press releases. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It also has a download link to be able to download stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and start a probably a 20-hour download. download. Uh, <laughs> no, it's probably a press image that's 200 and something K. Yeah, but right. That, they've added that that download link. Usually, usually you had to like sign a bunch of stuff and tell them you're firstborn and whatever, whatever, before they'd give you anything. I love now, that the spine is really hard to read, by the way, that, that embossed spine. Yes. It's only available in uh, Apple stores, I believe. Um, Where you can't buy an old iPhone case, P.S. And uh, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, the, the thing that really amuses me is I'm sure. Well, I can't say I'm sure. I'm, I'm reasonably confident that one day it'll be available as an iBook store book as well. Um after they've got the chance to milk as much cash out of this as they can. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree with you, Mr. Moltz, that I don't want to talk about it all week. Yeah. I do want to say, though, it's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't, know what, I don't know what they think they're accomplishing with, with this. I mean, it I mm-hmm. seems like their, their design history is obvious. Um, Unless the last why? page is like a coupon to buy the new Mac Pro that they haven't announced yet, like then <laughs> right. I could get it. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah, there's a gold. There's a golden ticket in every in uh, four of them. Yeah, yeah, golden ticket for an unannounced Mac Pro. That's good. I like that. You get your, the golden ticket gives you your two hundred dollars back. Uh, this is a Johnny Ive thing. This is like, hey Johnny, we love you. We're, we're going to print this for you. 
I guess so. That's I mean, that's so he I yeah he put all this together, of course, which is ostensibly um, a tribute to Steve, but you know, Steve's dead. Yeah, the, I don't know if they know that. Yeah, this is a tribute to Johnny <laughs> Ives. What this is. Yeah. And this may be so t- do, uh, like, hey, God. hey, stick around, please stick around. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I don't think anybody's in the mood for this shit this week. <laughs> exactly. It's straight. I, up. I saw somebody tweet about the Tone timing deaf. is lousy, and I'm like, it's true. The timing is lousy. Uh, but I think I would. I think I would be at least 87 percent as annoyed by this book, even if it came out six months from now or six. Months I'd be from much now. more. Uh, yeah. Well, I'd be much more jovial about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear if you guys read and had feedback on any of the Touch Bar MacBook Pro reviews. Because uh, I know I listened to last week's Train This Car Round where I heard that Moltz has pre-ordered his Dutch Bar MacBook Pro. You actually listened to but that before, show? <laughs> I, I've listened to much of it. Not all of it, but much of it. Um, but before we talk about it, I want to say if you are struggling to find the perfect gift for someone who has it all, if you're struggling to find the perfect gift for someone who is mad as hell about the world and just wants something to bring joy into their lives, the holidays are fast approaching and you can order gifts for everyone on your list with a click of a mouse. Um, one thing we're giving, uh, people in my family is we're making donations in their honor to causes they don't support, but another thing (laughs) you can give them, which I would frankly love to both give and receive. And I think I actually will be giving this to some, some folks this year is Omaha steaks, uh, Omaha steaks. For only $49.99, you can get the family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code REBOUND in the search bar. That's 77% off. Now, you're saying $49.99, that better be a lot of meat. It is so much food. Listen to this. Omaha Steaks offers unique gifts for gourmet food lovers. It's a great steak experience at home. The most flavorful tender-aged beef, including also seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, pasta, soups, seasoning, sauces, and so much more. Why Omaha Steaks? They have over 500 gourmet gift ideas. They use the highest quality cuts and ingredients. It's one-of-a-kind flavor. Convenient and quick shopping for everybody on your list. The meats are aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts. They're hand-trimmed, vacuum-sealed. They offer recipes online, wine pairings, and so much more. And here's the uh, the offer that Omaha Steaks is exclusively giving just to Rebound listeners. Listen to everything that you will get for less than $50. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, two boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet. That's worth the 50 bucks right there. Plus, get four additional kielbasa sausages free. That is a ton of meat. If you ordered that much meat at a restaurant, your bill would be, I don't know, $7,000. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code REBOUND in the search bar, add the family gift pack to your cart. That's the thing that has all that stuff I just said. You get 77% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be hit omahasteaks.com enter the code rebound in the search bar look for the family gift pack wow it's delicious they sent me another one i ate uh, much of it already and it is really 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 good so with that done (laughs) john moltz you've read the reviews are you still excited to get your macbook pro with touch bar i've read some of the reviews in between Um, sobbing and drinking i mean yeah right i've already you know i've already ordered it so i'm (laughs) i'm gonna get it you're in um and, uh, I mean, I read Jason's review in six colors, which was, you know, fairly favorable. And it seems like it's one of those things where the touch bar, um, I suspect will be like the Apple watch when it came out and we'll take another couple of revisions to the, get to the point where it's, you know, and I'm what I'm hoping <laughs> software well, I was, I was revisions ask. like the Apple yeah. watch. Yeah. I mean, because you know, I think the Apple watch is 
evolved into a, a really nice product from something that was pretty clunky when it started. Um, and I suspect that that'll be roughly the same with this touch bar. So, uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and not the least of which is, um, is touch ID. That's, that's a big one. And, and just having a faster, <laughs> faster laptop. <laughs> faster yeah, you're going to love it just because it's a faster laptop, have. even if you ignore the touch bar altogether. Right. Um, people are saying the right. keyboard is louder, which I don't love, but I can yeah. handle. I can, I don't think I'm going to, yeah. Do you think? We'll see. I don't know. Uh, see, I, like I use an external keyboard with my laptop probably 60% of the time that I'm using it. Um, so I, I think I would get annoyed that I could sometimes use the touch bar and sometimes not. But if you're an always using the laptop yeah. as a laptop user, then I think it's, it's, it's pretty fun. I'm not, but it's, it's more like, um, it's more like 30 or 40% of the time. 30, 40 with an external keyboard, you're saying with yeah. an external keyboard. Yeah. I, I thought that Jason mm-hmm. Snell's review on six colors called out exactly the thing I would be concerned about, which is that third-party developers don't yet know how to use it. Like, I mean, they understand technically how to use it, but uh-huh. not, like, emotionally. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> he was talking about that there's some apps that he's used weight. where you have to tap a thing on Touch ID to unlock an uh, interface on the screen, and it's like, the whole point is I'm touching this, so I don't have to use the mouse right now. So, like, mm-hmm. don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, <clears throat> I mean, like, one of the cool things that looked like, I mean, Nevin Mergen posted this on Twitter, was... Just you get into the calculator and then it opens up a row of um, high color contrast uh, um, functions, mm-hmm. um, mathematical functions, which mm-hmm. I which I always find in apps like that or like Solver. It's always a pain in the butt, you know, it, that there's no like you have to use shift to get the plus key. I mean, they're all there's they're all plus is an equal or the same button. And I mean, I think it's going to be a lot easier just to use those things. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. Uh, S- Stephen Levy had a thing on, I don't know if you guys are, you know, if this is allowed to mention that name on the show. <laughs> first <Permitted. of> all. <laughs> we'll allow it. Okay. He has a, a publication called back channel on medium uh, or it was on medium. Now it's on its own, but he mentioned that there's interesting predictive like when you're doing typing, he's like a hunt and peck typist and that some of the word choices that came up actually helped him in his writing because he was looking for a particular word and he looked down and saw productive, which is what he was looking for, but didn't know it and pushed it and yay. So that was an interesting use case that I had not seen anywhere else. Anybody, anybody had mentioned that, that the predictive typing is kind of good or helpful. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about the DJ mixing <laughs> stuff. I do think that won't um, be a use case. It's kind of dumb to sc- just, you know, I, I'll put that out there. You, well, you know, I, I know. Look, you don't need any help with any kind of prediction with words. You are a master. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll allow that <clears throat> as well. I'm I'm brown nosing for the show, for the just as a thank you for this so, the opportunity. Uh, here, the here's show. the thing that's been on my mind, and I, I feel like I talked about this with somebody in person, maybe, and not on the show. But if we talked about it on the show, I apologize. But people are saying, you know, and and Jason Snell wrote a thing about it on his site. You know, why is it um, uh, a touch interface, but it's not really a it's not like it's not a fully touch screeny type thing and it's not a touch screen on the Mac for sure. Uh, and why is that? And it's because Apple firmly believes that people don't want to touch the screens or their displays when they're using a laptop situation, that that's an awkward angle, painful, whatever. But here's the thing that is almost literally the only way I use my iPad pro. 
My iPad Pro mm-hmm. is in a keyboard case 99% of the time. I use it propped up keyboard style 98% of the time. <laughs> and I'm type, type, typing, and then I'm up on the screen. <laughs> like, that's how you use it. If you, and Apple makes a keyboard case. If right. you use an iPad with a keyboard case, you're touching the keyboard and you're mm-hmm. touching the screen. And I wouldn't want to touch the screen nonstop, but that's not how you use it, right? If you're going to play a game, that's the one time when you're going to fold it up and, you know, hold it normally. Uh, although when I play Plants vs. Zombies, it's totally in keyboard mode. I just hold my arm out. It doesn't bother me. But... Uh, I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I get, and I appreciate the separation between the Mac and iOS and, um, what's his name? Phil Schiller keeps saying, uh, those things are going to remain separate. Like this is the touch bar doesn't mean that the Mac is getting more iOSified. It's a special Mac only thing, but I'm just saying, I think they I think Apple's wrong about this. I think that given the way people use the iPad pro, which I almost only see people use iPad pros with keyboard cases. Uh, and they're willing to touch the screen. I think people are content to touch their screen, whatever. So I just want to put that out there. I'm just saying it. Just I, it I, yeah, I mean, I, well, I don't think that that's really the the issue. I think the issue is the uh, optimization touch targets. of operating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the real. Uh, that's kind of dumb, though. <laughs> I mean, I used a Wacom tablet for years in the 90s with a, with the, a stylus as my primary pointing device. I was may have been mentally challenged at that time, <laughs> but I, it worked just fine. Uh, and I had a smaller, like it was basically, it was a Wacom 4x5, so I could fit it on my desktop. And but I used it kind of like a trackpad now, but I had my pen, and like I, and I've seen other people do this. I've watched video editors and illustrators. Uh, that's how they navigate the system. And including, uh, there was a person in our studio who had a 23-inch uh, Cintiq, and hi, touch targets with a pen. Boom, bing, bong, just fine. No one was crying over there. <laughs> they were able to work just fine. Well, I think it's a, it's a little different. It's a and, different thing with a with a Wacom stylus than with your finger. Mm-hmm. You have okay. a lot, I think you have a lot right. more accuracy you with a with a stylus. Yep, I would. You sure? Mm-hmm. However, no, uh, <laughs> I don't think it would take much given some of the Xcode work they've done on um, resolution independence to work with that i think and i think the touch bar actually i just don't think it would be that i'm just saying you can't i'm saying that it would be you can't just put it slap a touch screen on mac as it is and be and have I it agree. be successful i mean have it be like a, a really good experience and that's why they don't want to do it um and i and i think that's a good i think that's first of all good marketing and second of all uh, good ux right i would agree with you that that's yeah like, and them. Well, then we're all in agreement. But However, I would imagine, like, I, I, to me, it's, it's, it's a stage thing, right? Think about how markup works on iOS. I almost always forget that it's there. Um, but you can get these photos or images, whatever, in mail and in other places, and you can hit the edit button and get into market mode, and you can start marking them up. It's much easier to do on iOS because you can touch the screen when you're marking things up. But if I could hit a button to, on my touch bar <laughs> on my Mac and say, hey, mark this up, mm-hmm. and then mark it up with my finger, that would be stellar. You mean on the screen? On the screen. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I understand. Uh, do you? Yeah, but you won't be able to <laughs> do that. <laughs> no, hey, here's my tinfoil hat theory. Tinfoil. Okay. Tinfoil theory is we, don't, we didn't make the relationships with the right screen makers. Microsoft beat us to it, and we're fucked for a while until we get that shit figured out. And so we're going to talk about this this way uh, because we're know. fucked. I don't believe. I don't buy that. That's just my. They have so much money; they could do it. Yeah, I don't buy that particularly. But okay. you know, I mean, it's possible, I suppose. Yeah. But you can't change physics. Yeah. They're going to make you laptops know. great. You again. Can't buy new physics, yeah. can you? 
Mm. Like, I'm going to buy a new physics law <laughs> that changes everything. How much is that? Can, it, can billion. I go Done. back in time? <laughs> you can buy the presidency for less. <laughs> <laughs> What'd I say? <laughs> a lot mm. less. Good Twitter just account. Your, mm-hmm. Just your soul. And a, and a good reality mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 16 gigs is not enough, guys. I'm just, I got to say it. It's not going but away. If I listened, to, it's not if I listened attentively <laughs> to last week's Turning This Car Around, Moltz only went with eight. I did. But that's double what he used it's to It's double have. what I have right now. <laughs> but Moltz is a certain kind that's of true. professional. He's a professional. I'm not going to dispute the word professional. <laughs> Let me say it again Everybody's to emphasize professional. professional. But you're, you're saying that, that hardcore video editors and graphic designers aren't going to be able to make uh, 16 gigs enough when they're doing their hardcore processor intensive work, right? That's your point, Mr. Armstrong? I've had a machine for three years that has 16 gigs of RAM. It was really awesome when I first got it three years ago. It is not awesome now. My average Final Cut Pro or Premiere Pro folders before I start, yeah. just with the raw video, raw audio, are anywhere from 15 to 45 gigs. Mm-hmm. Then when you render out your masters, those are huge, even if they're short. And then we're, I'm not talking about a feature film here. I'm talking about a three-minute fun little video. And I just, I, I, it just baffles my mind. And here's the other thing. The new Final Cut Pro, the way they've done the keyword stuff, like it, it has changed how I think about Final Cut Pro. I walked away from it last summer. And the keywording is so awesome because you can create a folder structure. And when you import your video, it says, look at the folders. Boom. I've needed that for like 600 years, <laughs> at least four, since they did Final Cut Pro What's 10. Happening? And now it's here. <laughs> And it's like, oh, easy media management that I wanted all along. Thank you so much, Apple. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but what's its RAM requirement? Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I've okay, typically so, been putting 16 gigs mm-hmm. of RAM into my Macs. I have one iMac that has 32. And I think that Apple's perspective is that if you're a pro user, you don't want a laptop. If you're a pro user, you want not the Mac Pro because we don't <laughs> care about that one. But you want the uh, iMac, which is our new pro level machine. Which we barely That's, care about. Yep. Right. Which we, yeah, which we maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying about. that I'm defending it. I'm just We're saying that's, sure. that's my read on what their perspective is. You're like, well, if you need more than that, then get another I, machine. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I, I don't disagree. I just think it. This speaks to a bigger and deeper issue, which is their reliance on Intel. And I think we're kind of at a similar point that we were ten years ago with the with the uh, IBM. Mm-hmm. G Power PC X, you know, whatever right. architecture, right? The Power PC architecture. Wow, that's a word I haven't heard in a long time. And um, I just think we're at a similar place where Apple's kind of hamstrung by their relationship with the processor manufacturer. Um, and I, I, I just do not get the logic of not doing bumps, like right. processor bumps, GPU yeah. bumps. I don't, I don't understand, understand that. either. The, just, the, the conspiracy theory that I came up with uh, in my own head and didn't tell anybody until now, um, which is probably not true, is that I mean, maybe they don't want to make desktop <laughs> computers at all anymore. And, yeah, and instead, of, instead of revving next year the iMac and or the Mac Pro or killing it or whatever, they will, they will make a more professional level laptop. And deliver that even more. Which, pro yeah, than now. I know. I mean, obviously, that makes a problem. You know, I don't. I don't really think. I don't really think this is true. But um, 
that this is going to happen. Uh, but obviously that makes a problem with the naming, but um, they could fix that somehow. And, you know, mm-hmm. instead of instead of selling people desktop computers that they end up, you know, I mean, it seems like they're, they're, they're more of a laptop company anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's most of the, that's yep. the bulk of the business. So why not make just a full line of laptops and get rid of the desktops? Boy, that's, well, uh, Listen, uh, we all need a minute to recover okay. from that. <laughs> so yeah, we do. I'm going to curl uh, up in a ball. Uh, let's right take now. a minute and just talk. Like I'm I said, gonna, I don't I'm, think it's going to happen. Floor. I'm excited to talk about this company because I actually used them uh, as recently as today. Videoblocks is a subscription-based stock media company that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage everyone can afford. It's a great value with the unlimited download model. They offer unlimited daily downloads from a library of 115,000 high-definition video clips, After Effects templates, motion backgrounds, and cinemagraphs. Audioblocks has 130,000-plus library of music tracks, sound effects, and loop. On average, subscribers pay less than a dollar per download over the course of a year. Some content you would find on more expensive stuff. Oh, sorry, let's try that again. It's the same content you would find on more expensive stock sites at a cheaper price. There's a great variety of time-lapse, aerials, U.S. international locations, slow motion, nature shots, and more. And they're constantly adding new content to the library so it stays fresh. Everything is 100% royalty-free, even if a subscription has come to an end. It's royalty-free for both personal and commercial projects without additional licensing or fees. If all this sounds familiar, it's the same company behind Graphic Stock, which we've talked about a lot on this show, which I use all the time now. Videoblocks is offering our listeners a year subscription to both Videoblocks and Audioblocks for just $149. That's a $100 discount for our listeners only. Get your yearly subscription today for only $149 at videoblocks.com slash rebound2016. That's videoblocks, V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash rebound2016 for this exclusive offer thank you videobox.com slash rebound 2016 uh but check them out because they uh, they're very very cool and they do some really really they have some great stuff great stuff so you're gonna like them especially if you're um, you know somebody like john armstrong who's editing videos all the time just saying i'm there right now probably gonna do it (laughs) use the code yeah rebound 2016 but don't tell anybody yeah, I, I don't think Apple's going to stop making desktops. I think there's there's an I endless. Do. I do. Oh, I wow. fully do. Okay. Oh, you, you think Apple will stop uh, making desktops? Someone has joined my church. You believe that Apple uh, will stop making thing. desktops? I do. I and I and I think um, it's like you guys said that the laptops are. It's that's the sex for them. <laughs> that's the sexy in the computer era, like area. And we don't era. talk. Like, we don't talk like that. Computer computer era. <laughs> Um, I'm just, I was quoting Steve Jobs <laughs> when he was talking about sex appeal before he introduced the MacBook Air. Oh, um, okay. So uh, here's the thing. There's, it's a low, low margin business. And they've, I don't think Apple, like the creative pros saved Apple, right? And I think that's part of the uprising that you're, you're feeling right now is a lot of old dudes like me were there in the nineties buying very expensive overpriced hardware because we had to, because that was our job. Like I ran a magazine and I worked in the publishing industry and then marketing and all, all the creatives, everybody was on a Mac, our whole, you know, we had Quark publishing system and all this stuff and that's all Mac stuff. And it was all Mac related. 
but they've they've that I mean that that barely exists now in the in the world. Like print publishing, I don't even know what they use now. Probably InDesign and Adobe, whatever, whatever. But you know, um, there's just not the same level of infrastructure using what you would have to do on a Mac. You could do Adobe exists. I can I take my Creative Cloud subscription and shift to a Windows machine, and so the lock-in isn't there anymore either. So there's a couple of things. One, the, the, the need for creative pros is diminishing in terms of I need to have a machine that I can throw anything at. Um, and the, the laptops are pretty powerful. So, okay, uh, like right now currently, my main axe is a MacBook Pro late 2013. It's a mid-level machine. I, didn't, I, I think I got the processor upgrade but i didn't blow out the ram i only got 16 with with the rams but it was still i think it listed at 32 when i bought it or 29 or something like that yeah so i could have gone one more up it's been an okay machine my main gripe is the connectors which you're going to be facing maybe john (laughs) in your life i've already i've already purchased my adapters though so that's the one thing i have uh, 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 do you guys say dongle on this show I i don't know if that's a it's not the right word Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> this debate. What I do to make my laptop a desktop is I have an old 22 inch cinema display, like mega old. Size doesn't matter. Uh, and then I've got a new, uh, bought in 2014 or 15, early 15, Thunderbolt display. Mm-hmm. And those are my two things. Then I have a, what's, it's a company called Henge. I'm going to say Henge. Henge <laughs> well, Dock. One of those docks, yeah. Which you, st- yeah, you you slide your your uh, MacBook into it, and it has all the ports facing up. So there's no the c- cables aren't going to come out because they were coming out when I w- didn't have it, and it was driving me fucking batty. Can I say the F word? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're driving okay. me batty. Well, it drove me fucking batty. So um, <laughs> just say it all the time. That, now, yeah. that yeah, I'm I am in a permanent state of fucking batty. Uh, anyway. So I'm basically, I have, I am using my, my, it's in clamshell mode all day long. It's the only time it's open is if I'm going to do some work, uh, outside of the office. Yeah. Um, so it basically is a desktop machine. Right. So, I mean, uh, and, that's, that's like we, like I said earlier, that's how I'm approaching my MacBook Pro usage most of the time. I connected to a, I think it's a 27 inch Dell monitor. Uh, it is the Dell U twenty seven seventeen D display, whatever that is. But you know, I mm-hmm. I don't use a dock. I just have three plugs that I take in and out of the laptop, <laughs> and otherwise they hang down. There's the USB one so that you can mm-hmm. use your USB devices connected into the monitor where they stay, and there's the DisplayPort one so that the screen actually works, and there's power for the laptop. But uh, I don't know. I I would be surprised if Apple were to to stop making desktop Macs because I feel like there are places where people need computers to be permanent, and you can do more. It it seems silly to me to say let's have a laptop in that in that usage if it's like I'm always going to have a computer on this desk at this office. Um, Maybe people don't feel that way anymore, but I don't know. I, I would be surprised if they got eliminated the desktop. I'm happy to look stupid. Here's the, so here's the other issue, and it's a big one, and is the reason why I got the dock is that I need external storage. Mm-hmm. These machines do not have jack shit for storage. And that if you do get that, that adds a giant, giant fee. I mean, that's a huge premium to pay for a decent amount of storage. 
to get a two terabyte on a new MacBook Pro is twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Which I think the the term I want to use there rhymes with. <laughs> you can say mm-hmm. usurious is what the is the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fancy way of saying it's it's um in. it's a mass scraping <laughs> is what it is, and there's some rhyming there. You guys can figure that out. Um, <laughs> Jesus, but it's. <laughs> Userous is. is the word you wanted. Yes, userous. Thank you. Anyway, it's just really expensive, and I so I have to have external storage. Well, then I have a then I've, that changes everything. Now I've got a USB hub because it has to be powered because the USB ports aren't nearly powerful enough to power what I need. Or I have in my case I've got a Thunderbolt uh, Drobo, and so I need the Thunderbolt cable. So. <laughs> It's just, it's, it's like the elegance of a desktop machine. And it, I'm going to say it elegance. Why don't you buy the book should, Armstrong? Like it has all the shit packaged <laughs> into it. All the drives that you are scattered across my desk right now for all my backups. Like I have redundancy and all mm-hmm. this stuff, you know, to have that in a, a contained space that doesn't look like horrible, you know, rat's nest of crap yep, wires. Yep, yep. And is on fast channels. That's why I think they're going to keep it. Optimized for. That's why I think they're going to keep it. Like w- well, the, the way that Apple keeps the desktop in some ways is, uh, Mr. Ive is like, hey, you know what? It's okay if things get thicker again if they're not meant to be portable, and then they can load up that iMac. They can. I, I think the path is this: the Mac. Pro goes away and the iMac becomes so beastly because they let it get a little bit thicker so they can just think of how much stuff they pack into it now as thin as it is thicken that sucker up again <laughs> and pack everything in it that you could possibly want and that's 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 a beast of a machine I feel like that goes against his nature though I mean I don't I don't see that I think that would have to come from somebody talking to him yeah oh for talking sure him, talking him off a, a very thin ledge <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't think it's impossible <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one other thing I wanted to talk about today. Uh, I don't know if you guys realize it's this. It's the thinnest ledge. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a ledge. Uh, 20 years ago today is when Space Jam hit theaters. So I don't know if you guys had remembrances you wanted to share. <laughs> I was a grown uh, yeah, person at that time, yeah, and I hated I it. Didn't, I didn't. I've never seen it. Oh, really? You were seven, I think, Lex? Uh, uh, 20 years ago, <laughs> gonna, I was... He was going to be seven. Uh, I was turning six 20 years ago. That's not true. <laughs> That's not you true. You wish. Not true. I was turning 16 20 years ago. Uh, so, no, I have nothing to say about that. Okay. Well, I just want to It wasn't say. that good. No. It was, mean, is the is animation there, was fun. Is there going to be a book? Good. Is there going to be a really nice coffee table book about it? <laughs> coffee table <laughs> book with the chamfered edge. <laughs> Silver pages and, but who framed Roger Rabbit was Cron really good, So I'm just—it's possible to make a good movie with human and animated characters. <laughs> oh no question, <laughs> we we see them all the time right now. They're called superhero yeah. movies, Lex, and That's I don't true. know if you're familiar with those, yeah. but um, I'm just saying Space Jam wasn't they it. use animation, a, a concept called animation in those movies. You're a nerd. Just saying. You know how they can make those movies? They're using computers with more than 16 mm-hmm. gigabytes of RAM. I guess so. I would think they would have straight. Yeah. There's no question. So I've heard other people say this. What do you guys think about the idea of Apple saying, here's the system, here's, here's some stuff, have fun, go build your own? <laughs> Would never, ever happen. Yeah. To, to, to you mean like Why? other third parties? They're already doing it with them. No. Yep. 
Yeah, open no. source. <laughs> no. Open source it. Open no. source it. No, 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 and, no, no. But no. And, and and then allow but but allow Xcode to run so that if I, I need to develop a driver, I can You mean just give up on the Mac. Basically. I'm not saying give up well, on the Mac. I'm saying Yeah, but you are giving much, up on okay. the hardware. There's no point. I mean, there you know, we've seen this we've seen this play out already. They're not going to there's no point in continuing to make Mac hardware if they're going to allow the operating system to run on whatever you want it to run on. You can't sell it. That's what I'm saying. You can you can do it if you're going to build your own, but you can't sell it. Oh, I see what you mean. So no, you said so that's that's not OEMs. That's um, like just individuals. It's not an OEM thing. It's just saying. So I, yeah. I get a, like I go to, to build I go to fries and go. get the parts and make it myself. Yep. Yeah, I don't yep. think they're going to do. I don't think yep. they're going to do that either. I mean, then you just have a black. You'll have a black well, market. Uh, there already is a black well, market. Yeah, I would I'm argue sure there already is, is but one. it's not. It's not as. And plus, they don't want to deal. They, I mean, Google you know, Hackintosh? if they're going to do that, then they need somehow they need to support um, all that stuff, all the drivers and everything with that. And they don't want to. They don't want to get into that. I don't think they have to support the drivers. Well, who's going to make them? Say I mean, it's okay. And, and well, developers, developers, developers. <laughs> You're thinking of a different company. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I have to say, as a as a creative professional, that and I would you know both of you guys are also creative professionals, so I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm somehow different. <laughs> I'm just saying that 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 Surface Studio was a bomb drop and mic drop, and if Apple's not paying attention to that, they are they're losing mind share. I I would yeah I mean I kind of I agree with that to a, to a certain degree I mean I think that the real problem the problem rad. with that thing is that you know when you buy it and you get it in your in your house it still runs um or your office it still runs Windows ten so <laughs> there's a there's a hurdle there yeah, that but, a lot of people don't really want to go over um, however I, I think that yep. they obviously this year I mean they've made a much much stronger pitch for uh, creative professionals than Apple has that's for sure <laughs> I mean the you know I'm getting one of these laptops but i'm not a you know i'm not somebody who does development work i'm not somebody who does video production or website production oh we've I, noticed. I click i click and i type <laughs> that's what i do i uh speaking of you have a lot of tabs speaking over. of apple competitors um you know my uh i had some some less tech savvy folk uh by which i mean my father-in-law who said hey i heard that uh, that google pixel phone supposed to be pretty good and isn't it cheaper than the iPhone? And I was like, I have no idea how much it costs, but I'm sure it's fine if you don't like, you know, if you don't care about the apps that are only on iOS, then sure, go get one, buddy. But uh, <laughs> <Jerk>. <laughs> it feels like uh, Microsoft is getting close to giving up on mobile, at least phones. Phones, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, which they should. I mean, what's the point? That's, right. You know. And I, I feel like if you want any proof that Apple's not going to give up on desktops, is because they refuse to cede that market to, I mean, not cede the market, but they, they refuse to let Microsoft have the coolest desktop computer. So hmm. I don't know. Then, then they better get with right. it and drop. Are you listening, awesome. Phil? <laughs> That's right. Phil, Philip Schiller. He only, only listens. He only listens to the talk show. Me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> bleep, bleep.